Hello, and welcome to Relational Parents, where we get off autopilot and give thoughtful attention to how we interact with our children and relate to ourselves so that you can show up to parent as the best version of yourself with a lot more joy and ease. I'm your host, Teresa Puckett, and I'm thrilled that you're here. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you a tool that I use every single day, and I have been using it for years. It's morning time, and morning time is by far the most powerful tool that is not, or at least not yet, in the positive discipline toolbox, and it's a a phenomenal tool for anyone, any adult not just parents, and perhaps that's why it's not yet in the uh, Positive Discipline Toolbox. I'm going to share three major points about morning time with you today. One, why it is so strategic. Second, what it looks like. And third, getting started with implementing morning time. Before I get into these three points, though, I want to better define for you what morning time is. It is the act of carving out ideally at least 10 minutes, but it can be less, for yourself within the first half an hour that your feet hit the ground after you get up in the morning. So I can already hear some of you saying, how can I possibly do that? Teresa, you really don't know my life. I have two kids. I have 12 kids. I have a high-powered job. I have this or that that I'm taking care of. And believe me, um, I I get it. And this is for you. So um, just bear with me. Hear me out on this because I'm all about creating more joy and ease in your life. So the first thing, why it is so strategic. These are just some of the reasons. Um, you know those, uh, those commercials for pharmaceuticals that you'll hear on TV or even on the radio, and they have all the these wonderful benefits, and then they run really, really fast through all of the possible side effects. And some of them sound absolutely horrible, those side effects, but they have to talk really, really fast to get those in. Well, I cannot talk fast enough and you wouldn't want to listen long enough if I had uh, an all-encompassing list of all the positive side effects of morning time. But I'm going to give you some of the, uh, the highlights here. Number one, It's very practical because if you are frustrated or or irritated or even sad, who are the people that suffer the most? Obviously, you're suffering, but the people that suffer the most are going to be the people who are in the household with you, and definitely your children are going to be suffering. So 
you've heard when you get on a plane, right, that you need to put your own oxygen mask on first so that you can help others. You won't be able to help too many people if you're not breathing. So that's why you put your oxygen mask on first. Morning time is much the same. It really helps us show up as a better version of ourselves, show up in a better way, in a higher state, in a better place. And I know that you would agree that your children deserve the best of you. So it's, it's practical from that sense. Now, I know you've already, you've heard, this is my, my second point here. We are in control of so little. In fact, the only thing that we can truly control is ourselves. And most of us, myself included, a lot of times are not even doing a great job of that. So morning time is a way that you can take control. You can take control and you can you can take control by getting up a little bit earlier. You can take control um, by carving out 10 minutes and deciding what you will do to feed yourself in those 10 minutes. What will feel good to you? And by doing that, number three, you are really planting the seed that you are worth it. You're literally acting in such a way that you are worth spending time on. You are worth it. And you're starting to send that message to yourself because it is true. And a lot of times we, uh, we lose sight of that. So you're setting yourself up for success and meeting your own needs. Okay, that's why it's so strategic and how it's so strategic. But number two, what does it really look like? What does morning time look like? Now, the first thing I want to say about this is when. And I know the name of it being morning time and the definition being Sometime in the first 30 minutes after your feet hit the floor, that should tell you when. But really, the most important thing is that you take at least 10 minutes for yourself during the day. It's just that the morning is the best time from the standpoint of you can't take it away from yourself. Once you've done it, once you've given that to yourself, it's already done and it will never be an urgent requirement. It's always important and never urgent. So the longer you wait during the day, the more distractions are going to come up. You already know that. Email will tug at you. The phone will ring. You'll get texts. Your kids will be needing you for various things. So it's very, very easy to get distracted and not get it done if you don't do it first, especially when you're getting started. And even, you know, I've been doing it for years and I still do it in the morning. If I get to come back and give myself a little bit more time doing some of these things that we'll talk about during the day, that's wonderful. It's wonderful to do it two or three times a day, but it's very, very important at least once. And so um, doing it 
in the morning, I will just put a, put a plug in for that. Now, what should I do and for how long? We've already talked about at least 10 minutes. I would suggest starting with, quote, only 10 minutes when you're starting just to build success. And if that bleeds into 12 or 15, then good for you. That's fantastic. But um, don't, don't try to start out too big. Take a, a small baby step. And even if it's five minutes, much, much better five minutes than, than zero. What do I do for these 10 minutes is a question that I get a lot. And the, the quick answer and the best answer is whatever will serve you. When I first started out, I would typically go for walks with some affirmation index cards that I was really trying to um, bring into my life and bring into my subconscious and my beliefs. And that worked for me for a very long time. Since then, I've done a number of other things. These days, most often I'm doing a combination of journaling, reading, and some yoga. But you can do anything. I have uh, friends and students who will take a cup of coffee on their back porch or their deck and just sit and listen to the birds and do some reflection and some planning for the day for 10 minutes with no no distractions, no electronics, no uh, no anything. So it really can be whatever works for you. Some soft music, um, you could listen to podcasts or inspirational uh, personal development type of things or audiobooks while you're running or while you're walking, while you're on the treadmill, whatever works for you. It could be mostly spiritual. It could be mostly physical. You're getting the idea, whatever it is for you. But what it is not is it is not checking your email. It is not cleaning the kitchen. It is not emptying the dishwasher. There's no chores. There's no work, uh, you know, no, um, no email. It's time for you, time to feed you. Okay. Getting started. This is fantastic. So what I want to say about getting started is I want you to make it easy. And by making it easy, I mean making it something that you're really excited to do. If you're super excited to read the first three pages and a new book that you got, that's wonderful. Do that. If you're really excited to put your earbuds in and listen to some soft music on your front porch with a cup of coffee or tea, do that. Make it very, very easy for yourself. And you know, if you're, if you tend toward the overachiever and multitasking, there's even something I have to say about that because that's my tendency. I'm not going to lie. So I already told you when I started, I was walking and doing affirmations. Now I'm, I don't multitask at the same time, but very often I will spend some time reading and then some time journaling, or I'll reverse it, or I'll spend a few minutes meditating and then I'll journal. Whatever it is, it's um, 
you can do two things at once. You can do two things in your 10 minutes, whatever works. But the key to getting started and not quitting after a day or two is to focus on progress. It is progress. If you spend two minutes reflecting and just being in gratitude, however you spend those two minutes, even before you get out of bed. Two minutes and then, oops, the baby started crying. I didn't get to have my 10 minutes because the baby woke up my toddler. I got my two minutes in. That's okay. Focus on your progress. Do not focus on perfection because guess what? Perfection will keep us stuck. We will not be able to move forward if we're focused on perfection. Perfection is actually rooted in fear because it's unattainable. And then we use it as a stick to beat ourselves up. So focus on your progress. Celebrate your progress. Even if, you know, for the first seven days for your first week, you get to do four days out of the seven. Guess what? I don't, I can't do the math that fast, but that's more than 50%. That's about 60% success. And guess what? That's 60% more than you did the week before that you started. So good for you. So celebrate your progress and keep going. So we covered those three points. We covered morning time, why it is so strategic, what it looks like, and getting started. And whether you're really excited or you're a little bit skeptical, my encouragement to you would be to commit to morning time for yourself. Do it for yourself. Commit for seven days and then check in and see how it went. You can check in with yourself. You can check in with me in our Facebook group, or you can send me a note at support at relationalparents.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Would you like to interact with other like-minded parents? Maybe ask them or me a question about your child? If so, join the growing community of relational parents at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash relational parents.